Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom which promotes and sustains the activation of the present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self within the evolving planetary society on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the sciences of life and the sciences of living. By cultivating the mind of a scientist, you are being able to extract the very best the current 21st century has to offer. You are listening to the Dr. Jewel's Brain Balancing Program and more with your host, physician and surgeon, microbiologist, preventive medicine and hygiene physician, and Surgeon General, Dr. Joel Poole. So greetings, everyone. How are you? And I'm so pleased to be back. We have another what we refer to as a heptad. You may think of it as the week by the Gregorian, Gregorian and Julian calendars, but we intersected at this nexus point, and so we're together. And so, again, you know, we left a very interesting session last week where we were in the midst of ask, answering questions and hearing comments. You know, I've been doing this show for so long, just years and years, and we're having a variation here because this is your wonderful science news radio station, Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Station, and that's what we've been dedicated to bringing you, the science of that fabulous, fabulous organ on top of your neck known as the brain. But we are in the global reset, and so it's time now to deal with how are we going to reset ourselves because everybody has to change. Our planet Earth is changing. She is responding to a shift in energy from the cosmos that happens every 43,000 years for planet Earth. And so, therefore, her vibrational rate is speeding up tremendously. So some people respond to it as uh, global uh, change that's happening as far as our uh, weather is concerned and what's happening on the planet. There's a lot of other things that are going on. And so how are you adjusting? How are you adjusting? So, again, call us. Let us know how you're doing with this time of change, the isolation that we went through for the uh, lockdowns and the quarantines and now the change in jobs and more robots are present and just a lot of other things that are going on. Uh, The uh, vaccination campaign, how is that affecting you? And unfortunately, a lot of people have left their bodies here that are leaving vacancies in our lives and gaps in our memory and recall from the past and a lot of other things. How are you adjusting? So call us and let's discuss it. Okay, we are recognizing the government is going through shifts and our judicial system is going through shifts and the 
banking system has yet to really say what it is doing. Our food chain is shifting. So many things are shifting. And where are you in the shift? How do you feel? Well, we're excited at the Institute because it's a university, because we recognize that our preparation for this time, balancing our brain, making sure that those neurons were integrated and connecting and communicating has really brought a level of calm, peace, and most of all, our capacity to hold on to our focus has been always with us. And how are you doing with focus, as a matter of fact? Let's talk about that. How is the focus going? Oh, okay. Well, let's hear that. Are you able to hold your focus? How many of you are dealing with your fear quotient? How many of you are dealing with your sense of inadequacy? Now, from a brain perspective, all this is dealing with neurochemistry and a shift in the quality of your blood that will cause the brain to process your perception as though you are missing something and you're not. The only thing you have to do is do what? Change the thinking. Use a different portion of brain. And this is what we've been talking about here for the last five years, the circuits of the brain. And so we are definitely at a a nexus point now where we have to make sure that this information is going to be available to you because you've got to understand what circuit of the brain am I in most of the time? What circuit of the brain do I use for what I do every day? What circuit of the brain do I use when I'm being entertained? What circuit of the brain am I in when I'm sleeping? What circuit of the brain am I in when I seem to be quite emotional? Have you thought about this? But it's important for you to know because you want to be able, just like getting around your city, there's a GPS system for the circuits of your brain. And when you know how to get to particular circuits of the brain to execute precisely and exactly the quality of behavior you want your body to participate in, now you're moving into what we call mastery. And this is important for you. So, again, let me give you the number where you can reach me, 347-215-9531, 347-215-9531. So let's hear from you. Any questions, concerns, comments? And most of all, how are you unfolding and experiencing this global reset? So I'll be right back after our sponsors share with you, and let's talk further scientifically. I'll be right back. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Okay. So if you're just calling in, wonderful. Okay. This is the Dr. Jewel's Brain Balancing Program. Here I am. I'm live today. This is Dr. Jewel, and we are doing a question and answer sharing period here. This is the Global Reset, and we want to exchange with you how are you dealing with this Global Reset, you know, 
global warming and all of these changes that are happening? How's your health standing with you? How's your mental attitude, your mental health, your spiritual health? How's all that faring through this time of rapid change? It's about change. Yes, it is. So, again, 347-215-9531. And I have uh, some of my little uh, prompt sheets here with me, and one of the ones that I'm looking at that I like so much, it's a gentleman on a stairwell, and these are really tall stairs, okay? Each step is about almost two-thirds of the height of the leg. So those are big stairs that have to climb. And so he's lamenting, and he's thinking, I'm still so far from the top. He's still so far from the top of all of these stairs that he has to climb. So he's kind of standing there pondering, how am I going to do this? Then we go to the next example of his progress thinking. And what he has done is that he has actually transformed seeing every stair as a very small step that he can easily lift his foot. It looks like maybe two inches off the ground, he'd be on the next step, two inches, the next step, two inches, the next step, two inches, the next step, as to almost a foot high that he had to step before. And so what he has done in his brain via using his mind constructively, he's transformed the perception that these are just lots of many steps that I can easily take and be able to progress forward on my destination. And so here he is much higher on the uh, stairwell that he has decided that he wants to climb because he transformed his perception of what he was actually looking at. And therefore, the whole response to him, his body, everything accommodated this new perception. And I want you to take this as an example of what you can do right now with any circumstance that you're looking at. All you have to do is change the perception, change the perceptive, change the uh, perspective of what it is that you're looking at and watch how your body feels, watch how your body responds, What's going on in the mind, the emotional body, what comfort and in peace. Just change the perspective. Isn't that wonderful? And this is what many people have not learned how to do yet, but this is a wonderful time to start learning how to do that, how to change your perspective. You know, I use an example Friday in our, our brain balancing class. People are afraid to change. We don't want to change. We want to stay just like we are. Things are okay. Can't be like that now because Mother Earth is changing. Everything is changing, increasing its vibratory rate, changing its shape, changing its function, changing its size. And so you're not going to be allowed to stay the same. So is that a problem for you? Well, if you have a adverse attitude about change, well, of course, it's a problem for you because the tissues are going to have to adapt to the new vibration. 
So why is change such a problem? Because we've used this kind of communication for centuries on this planet about not changing. But who was indoctrinating us? Who was reminding us not to change? Even though our body was changing every day, every year, every decade, etc. And we know for a fact, and this is the example that I've been using, the normal rate of breathing per minute is about 16 times. You inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. Every time you draw air from your environment into your lungs, release the uh, unwanted air and gases, which is one respiratory cycle, you're never the same person again. You have actually changed. And so every minute you have to change at least about 16 times. Isn't that amazing? But most people live their whole life and never realize that they are constantly changing. And every time they inhale and exhale, they are a different person. The chemistry of the body has changed. The tissues have changed everything. So, therefore, where this idea that you're not supposed to change and everything's supposed to stay the same has never been really a factual reality in nature. It hasn't been a factual reality for ourselves. So where did we get that from? And now we've built up all kinds of attitudes and platitudes and all kinds of perceptions that we're not to change, and Mother Nature is demanding that now. She's got to change. But we have lost the preparation to change relative to the fact that we've been changing, but we haven't prepared ourselves emotionally and mentally to change and look at our conditions now. Look at our conditions. So I just want to remind you that you are changing all the time with every complete breath and inhalation and exhalation. You have changed. Your body will not be the same again. And so, therefore, recognizing that you've been changing, why is it now a problem for you to change? And it was never really a problem if you had recognized that you've been changing every breath your whole life. So the key here is, is that since you're changing with every breath, what do you want to change into? Or what do you want to experience with every breath? And this is very important for you to be clear about right now. Those individuals who know that they are on purpose, they're living what they feel that they came here earth to experience, they are living what they love doing, they're living what really excites them, etc. They don't even think about change. They just do whatever's necessary at the moment, five minutes from now, next day, three days from now, the next week. They just move right through it. And that's how you want to be able to interact throughout this global reset. Some authors talk about, some scientists say that things will stabilize again by 2023. Others say, no, you want 2025. And in the meantime, here we are in 2021, getting to 2023, we're going to have some experiences that we haven't encountered before. They've got information now coming out of NASA, et cetera, about 
having pieces of matter coming from space that are uh, about the size of, I think they said, Alabama, not as big as Texas, that are rushing toward the earth. And so these scientists, astronomers, et cetera, are trying to figure out what happens if a piece of matter that big hits the earth at the speed that it's traveling. What are we going to have to do? So they even have dramatized this and put it in the movies. We've got a movie now about what uh, we're thinking about to avoid a foreign body impact to the surface of the earth. And so this is one of the events that is basically slated for us. Okay, I saw an article the other day. Uh, when will California stop burning? Continuous burn, continuous burn, continuous burn. Floods, etc. This is going on. New allegedly bacteria now are having uh, interfaces with the human body that seem to be disturbing. There is a lot of change being requested of us, and how are you handling it? How are you handling it? So, again, I'm going to give the airlines, uh, the airways, okay, to you. Please call us and share, 347-215-9531, and you can start to call us now. You'll hear our sponsors, and we'll be back to the telephones after this announcement. Be right back. Humanity is experiencing a vast variety of disorders. HIV, Zika virus, Ebola, hypertension, meningitis, STD, Alzheimer's, and many others. These disorders are the results of not knowing how to live within and navigate the human body. Most of us have learned how to drive a car, but have yet to learn how to care for and navigate our bodies. Enroll into the Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living to learn how to navigate and maintain a disease-free body. Visit us at www.juis.education or visit us on Facebook. Hey, if you're just tuning in, welcome. I'm Dr. Jewell, and this is the Brain Balancing Program. Every Monday here on Blog Talk Radio, the Jewel Science Broadcasting Network. Yeah, so every week, you know, we have a whole consistent sharing of scientific information. Brain Science on Mondays, myself, Dr. Jewell. Tuesdays is our healthy cooking with dear Dr. Miss P. Haynes. On Wednesday, we have Universal Principles. Thursdays, we have the best of TJN reviews from years back of still new, literally, scientific information that still hasn't really been discussed in the literature, but we've had wonderful scholars share with us these things that now are finally coming into our face. 
So please join us throughout the week. And again, I want to talk to you all and hear how you're doing with the changes. 347-215-9531. That's 347-215-9531. So dear engineer, do we have anyone that wants to share with us? Any callers? Yes, we do. Oh, okay. So to converse with Dr. Jewel, you want to hit star one on your phone, and that will let us know you have a question, and we'll call the first six, dig- six digits of your phone number. So our first caller is area code 313-574. Please state your name and what city you're calling from and your question for Dr. Jewel. You're on the air. Hello, I'm Joan Whitfield, and um, I'm calling from Dublin, Georgia, today. Hi, Miss Whitfield. How have you been? I've been doing pretty well. Um, well, I could be doing a little, I'm doing better now that I'm listening on Mondays. Um, well, okay, wonderful. I, I've been away a few years, so I'm not up to up to date on everything. But my question today is. Uh, I'm looking at the geometric symbols. This is new to me for me, and I wanted to know um, if you would talk about the whys of, of of why I'm doing that. Well, you know the uh, structures that form here on Earth, what we call our reality, all conform to the influence of geometry. Okay, and many people still don't recognize that a chair is a chair because that's the geometry that we've named chair versus horse or cow. All mass conforms to a geometric uh, signature that is consistent with the third dimension, which is what we call our world. So when you talk about uh, geometric templates or symbols, which ones are you referring to? I'm looking at um, the, uh-huh. the circle, the triangle, and the square, and I'm looking at them twice a day. Is, am I doing that correctly? Okay. Well, that's known as our brain balancing program, and those okay. three geometric templates, when they are looked at at a particular order, looked at, mm-hmm. uh, say, observed at a particular order, cause the neurons to take on their configuration in that order, which is the order by which the neurons of the brain communicate. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, people who are studying neuroanatomy will see that there are neurons that are vertical. Okay, they look like straight lines. There are neurons that actually are shaped just like a triad. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there are neurons that also are globular. And so, therefore, these particular types of neurons perform different functions in the brain, but they all are connected in their own unique way. And when they can conform to their innate geometric anatomical structure and connect throughout the brain, we now are experiencing what we call whole brain function. Now, there's a lot of information out there about whole brain function because 
we're told that our brain is whole. And, of course, from that perspective in that, you know, it's in your head and it is actually wrapped in a sheath of tissue, okay, of course it's whole. But are the neurons, each neuron actually articulating, connecting, and communicating with each other relative to its neighbors, near neighbors and distant neighbors? Neurons that are of the same architecture or shape and neurons that are quite different, but yet and still these neurons should all be connected. And this has been the problem, is that many of these neurons are not connecting with each other in close proximity as well as distally. And so, therefore, we are a field of consciousness, an energy field. And so we are able to infuse and literally imbue and move, as you want to think of it, throughout these physical structures that we call neurons. And put the, when the neurons are communicating, then at the physical level, the neuron is not able to perform its duty, which is to then translate into a physical substance, the vibration that we as an energy field are stimulating in that three-dimensional tissue. And so, therefore, when the neurons are connected, when some of them are destroyed, some of them are bound up in scar tissue, some are deformed, it really then causes us at the physical level not to speak, not to behave, not to be able to function whole body-wise appropriately relative to what we say we want to do. So these geometric templates are the standard for the formation of mass throughout this third dimension of what you call planet Earth, your reality. Now, here's the uh, DJBT at the Dr. Jules Brain Balancing Program, our class where we are continuously educating the students, what we call gods in the making, that are observing these symbols every day. We are giving you the information of energetically at the quantum level what actually is happening. And so right now, quantum physicists, we basically accept and agree on the fact that our level of understanding is at the level of light. And the particle that we're able to observe and measure that composes light at this point is known as the photon. We've been able to break down that photon to a greater extent where it has its subparticle, gluons, bosons, etc. We strong forces, but for the most part, we are settling for a discussion here at a photonic level. These photons, which are what the eye observes, what the skin feels, what we hear with the ear, etc., conform to these geometric structures to give shape to light that forms everything in this dimension. Now, I think that's about the simplest description that I can give you about what we're experiencing when we see a car or a boat or a dog or a cat. You're actually looking 
at a collection of photons that have actually taken on and are adhering to a geometric template that allows what we call the bird to be the bird, the cat to be the cat, the car to be the car. Now, most people mm-hmm. will say, well, you know, a bird and a cat and a car, these are totally different substances. But again, at the quantum level, they are not. At the quantum level in our present reality, we now know that everything is composed of the photon light. And one of the great scientists that gave us a wonderful reality has been Nikola Tesla. Of course, Einstein commented on it uh, at his level of relativity, etc. But this is what we're dealing with. And so it's time now, it's very important that we begin to understand that when we can accept that geometry of what has anciently been referred to as shape power is what allows us to have a reality. And that shape power is dictated by what, believe it or not, what we think. Because all thoughts are literally streams of photons emanating from what we call the mind. And now that's a big discussion. A lot of people are confused about that. What is the mind versus the brain? But they are definitely two different entities because one is not three-dimensional, but the brain definitely is. So that's a big distinction right there. So if you've been following me again, you are returning to the template that photons maintain in this dimension relative to human consciousness. And we recognize that what we see as far as a bird, a chair, a shape, a house, it's dependent on the geometric shape that those particles that form that house or that chair, that bird, are conforming to. And most people have never looked at mass in that perspective. It's a chair, it's a bird, but then recognizing that they can only really distinguish the difference based on the innate shape that has been agreed on with the language or the name that we would label it as. That's why... Uh, Egypt and Samaria are so special because they dealt with shape power. And so we're not really clear what were the utterances that they used at the level of sound to describe these forms of mass, but they were very clear that the shape doesn't change. And this has really confused a lot of people because we can draw the shape of a cat and it doesn't matter what the language is, the person still recognizes that that is a cat and will point to that object anywhere in the world and treat it appropriately based on their perception of what that geometry has meant to them in their life. So this is very simple, but again, it seems to be complicated for most people because they've never just simplified what they've been observing all their life based on shape, power, or geometry. So your willingness to look at those three symbols in the order that has been recommended allows the brain to totally integrate and embrace its own 
geometric variation and integrate at a level that allows you as a consciousness to totally flow through the entire brain. And that's been a problem here uh, on planet Earth for the humans, that the actual capacity to have access to the entire brain as a consciousness has not existed for thousands of years, but it can now with the application of these three shape power or geometric templates that the neurons of the brain will conform to and totally integrate and connect themselves throughout the brain. And that's what we're having. So people get smarter and they like see things differently and they have capabilities that they were never able to describe and exhibit before. We have continuous testimonies on what just observing those three geometric templates have done for the development of the awareness and the use of the mind, the emotions, and the physical body. So we are noticing that the people are describing to us that their own traumas are being transformed. We know that those three symbols can treat post-traumatic stress disorder, uh, attention deficit disorders. I was looking at a commercial earlier today uh, about individuals who are deteriorating because the degeneration of certain areas of the brain, Parkinson's, for example, disease, has become so prolific. Now, there's many reasons why, but now we know brain tissue regenerates. Why isn't the brain tissue regenerating at the rate that it may be under attack? And I say that the brain balancing program could help these individuals with Parkinson's disease drastically, drastically. So it's just a matter of, again, our goal at the university is to get these symbols in the hands of 5 billion people and let them be able to experience what these symbols will do for them. So what's wonderful about them is that they're not poisonous, that's for sure. It's not anything that you have to physically ingest. Okay. Uh, we're setting a program in place now for those people who are visually impaired, seeing mm -hmm. if the optic nerve is going to be able to regenerate faster. The cornea of the eye is going to be able to return back to its original clarity. We are looking at the fact that, you know, uh, individuals, again, with uh, nerve injury, what will be the result of them being able to regenerate their nerves? And what I find so interesting is the fact that depending upon the belief system that these people have, it will be very rapid or it can take for years. And this is what we, we recognize, that the emotional body, the belief systems of how you use your energy can definitely retard or inhibit further growth and development at any level or accelerate it. And so we are now recognizing that uh, what people call the emotional body has to be redefined and for most people cleaned up because they have a lot of values and belief systems that are not uh, supportive of what we call continuous life and the movement of energy continuously through the body. 
So thank you for asking that question. I hope that helped. Oh, it helped a great deal. And I am so ready for this information now, so thank you so much. Oh, good. So, again, we tell everybody it's very difficult for you to really appreciate this program from the position and the construction of your brain at this point in time because it is what it is. Just apply the program. And now Mm -hmm. then talk to us a month later. Then talk to us three months later. Then talk to us six months later. And you'll be astounded as to what you thought you were and what you knew. And now six months later, a year later, you're quite different person because you have access to more of your brain function. And so I think and it's, it's wonderful when I use this. It's been one week for me, and uh, I already feel better. And, and so I just, yeah, I, I, I really understand what you just said, and, I, and I'm so thankful for, for being in touch with um, the Jewel Network and everything right now at this time in my life. Well, wonderful. And, you know, I was speaking with uh, my assistant who today happens to be my engineer, and we were saying that we definitely want to encourage people to seriously consider investing in giving the brain balancing program to the people that they claim they love. So instead of giving them a sweater or shoes or whatever, you know, give them the brain balancing program, okay? We have so many parents, and their children are really suffering from uh radiation exposure, from prolonged exposure uh, to the technologies of, you know, computer games and tablets and just a whole bunch of other stuff. It is impairing the growth of their brain. We do not put children on the brain balancing program unless there's a guardian or a parent that is also on it. But I recommend any parent that's concerned about the growth and development of their child's brain, he or she should definitely give this to their children, and it should be a family activity that you and your child sit down every day and do the program together. That ensures that it's going to be done by both of you. The uh, exposure time to the child is different than the adult time, but you can solve that easily with a timer. But give the children a chance to circumvent the trauma that this level of constant exposure to these wavelengths of energy that their brain really hasn't matured to be able to tolerate. And so there's been a lot of discussion about that, but, you know, the information really hasn't been released for many reasons. But the point is you don't have to get into all the politics and the social medical issues about that. This program is non-toxic. You don't have to eat it, wear it, drink it, or anything. All you have to do is just look at it. And, again, for those individuals who are visually impaired, we are working on making sure that they are capable of doing this program tactilely, tactile, kinesthetically. So we're excited about that also. But give something at this time. We've gone through this over and over again here, and we still do the same thing. We're not changing, even though we have to change, and you are changing. 
So, you know, no more for the ties and the socks and whatever else. Or if you want to do, give that too, but give something that will really help people's emotional and mental body now. And so, therefore, check us out. Thank you for calling. So I have a few more minutes on this segment. Can you uh, hook me up with another caller, uh, engineer, if there's someone that wants to have any more questions? Yes, yes. We have area code 404-839. You're on the line with Dr. J. What is your name and what city you're calling from and your question? Um, yes, good evening, Dr. J. Um, this is Alexis. I'm calling from Laurel, Maryland. Um, okay, hi, Alexis. I, hi. I kind of had a question sort of related to what you were just talking about, but um, you mentioned something specifically about the shape of the back of the eyes and um, cataracts, and I, I don't think I quite caught that um last Friday, but, um, you know, could you expound on that at all? Oh, well, see, you're bringing up a bunch of stuff. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Alexis is on our um, brain balancing program, and every Friday we definitely are continuously exposing information about the brain relative to the environment. And uh, we had a wonderful opportunity, and, and thank you for calling because I'm going to explain to uh our listening audience, that everything is shape. Everything is shape power. And people have never thought about it, but just think about the fact. What is the shape of a vaccination? What is the shape of an inoculation? We never thought about that before, did we? And so when we know that there are certain shapes that enhance the immune system, just like certain foods, just like certain odors, then are there certain shapes that actually stimulate its regeneration and its energy to be effective in the body? And, of course, the answer is yes. And so, therefore, we went on a little excursion last week, and we talked about the fact that we were able to identify some geometric shapes that definitely enhance immune function and stability in the body. And that by observing these shapes, we would be able to really strengthen our immune system. Now, what's so interesting and I thought it was really interesting, was the fact that the primal shape that we're asked to look at happened to be a hexagon, six-sided circle, literally, six-sided geometric shape. And this is the same shape that bees, and many other organisms use for efficiency, for storage, for transportation. It's interesting. You know, the bees go through a octagonal form of communication when they want to go from one point to another in their GPS system to uh, gather 
pollen to uh, be able to transform that into honey, and then they store it in a hexagon configuration. But now what's so interesting is that this hexagon configuration works as a wonderful storage structure, ideal for storage, doesn't take up any extra space, allows full volume usage, et cetera. And it's very interesting that the structures that are stored in this hexagon seem to also influence the function and the capabilities of our immune system. So honey, for example, okay, we recognize is uh, a food that seems to support immune function that's stored in a hexagon, okay? Alexa talked about the fact that it's very interesting that this hexagon seems to allow maximum exposure of light into the actual chamber space within the hexagon. And so, therefore, it was noted that not only do the bees store their honey in a hexagon, but also their eyes, the cells of their eyes also are shaped like hexagons that allow them to have access to the full exposure of sunlight as it actually is fractalized, as it hits the surface of the eye and of the bee, and the bee has millions of these hexagons. So they're seeing this light polarized, magnetized, and captured on the surface that allows them to have incredible vision. So I haven't met a person who can translate and describe in English what is the vision of the bee and how the bee is seeing, but it appears as though that these capacities to see everything six-sided millions of times allows them to see in multiple dimensions, which is why they can travel long periods collectively, large numbers of them, arrive at the same space in time, do what they need to do, and return back to their hives miles away and be able to make that journey. It's amazing. You know, we don't look at the bee as being aerodynamic, the shape of the body, and it's got these things that hang down that they call legs, and it's got these big sacks attached to uh, their uh, legs to carry the pollen that they gather. But they're able to do this. And so what we think is dynamic and slim and streamlined has nothing to do with them. And they are quite capable of doing this, and their behavior allows them to be able to dwarf infection from other organisms and fungus, et cetera. It's amazing. You know, they, the bees make something known as propolis. And... Um, we still really don't understand what that is. And I don't know what has been identified as the active ingredients and problems, but it is a huge immune enhancer. So we talk about being able to chew propolis and how from the teeth all the way down to the upper respiratory tract, everything is now able to handle any type of cellular 
invader that has no business being in this area of the body. And it looks like black-brown paste until it dries out, and they then use it as adhesive to hold the cells of hexagonal-shaped wax together and to hold their hive together. So they have pictures, and I've seen this, when you open up a hive and it's been attacked by rats or some type of large uh, rodent, that they all attack it. And once it dies from the multiple stings, they just cover it with propolis, and it mummifies it. And they just build their wax chambers on top of it and keep on moving. They're not going to pack up house and leave. They don't need to because this thing is not going to decay and erode and smell, and it's mummified from this propolis. So we have a lot to learn about uh, geometry in this dimension and how it determines function, especially when everything is made from, at the quantum level, the photon. Amazing. Amazing. So I hope that answers your question, and specifically in regards to the uh, cataracts, that's an issue where the particular tissue that forms the uh, covering of the eye has lost its opacity and it's become uh, translucent instead of transparent, and that's because of a diminution in oxygen where that tissue is not able to respire as rapidly and thoroughly as it should because there's been a compromise of the amount of oxygen and uh, CO2 removed from these tissues. That's all also related to structure and function. How about that? Okay. okay. Yeah, so Thank then you. the time kind of ties in with what you said about the emotional body and being able to like regenerate our tissues as well. Correct. Mm, well, let's say it this way that that's definitely a lot of information that needs to be shared so that a person can walk from one fact to another and see the direct connection. So the answer is yes, directly. But now the next question would be for most people, well, how does that work? What does the emotional body have to do with geometry? And so that's the area that has to be sealed with knowledge so a person can see how that directly relates. So yes, but you need the information so that you can okay. see the step-by-step -step progression of how that works. And if you're on the brain balancing program, over time you'll get it. Isn't that wonderful? Okay. Absolutely. Our sponsors want to speak to you, and we'll be right back after this message. And stay tuned in. We don't have much time. You are listening to the Jewel Network Science Radio Broadcasting Frequency. The Jewel Network provides the neural nutrition and stimulates expansion and evolution of the human brain, nervous system, and body. Remember, our source is a neuron. Okay, so if you're just tuning in, this has been question and answer day here for us at the... DJDP hour, 
Dr. Julie's Brain Balancing Program, and roughly we've been talking about the brain, but at your request relative to the information that you want to know. So, again, we have a few projects here that are very important. We have something known as the Global Reset Candle Focus Guild. And now for the emotional body, this is very important because a lot of people emotionally don't recognize that what they focus on basically is creating their physical reality. What you're feeling and believing emotionally is creating your physical reality. And so, therefore, we're asking people to really check themselves by being able to be clear about what it is that you want to feel and sense and experience. And we ask you to do that by looking directly at the photons collected in what is known as a stream of candlelight. So by doing this, we ask you to do one long focus of 10 minutes broken up into two segments, a three-minute segment for you, whatever you want to experience, et cetera, and then a seven-minute session, continuous connection, three minutes first, then on to seven minutes, and the seven minutes is a condition that you want to see for your friends, for your family, for the world, for your corporation, for your business. So the first three minutes is specifically for you. The remaining seven minutes is for everybody else in the world. And we do that every day. And we have certain times of the day to do it in the morning hours and at the night hours. And why is this special? Because you mm-hmm. looking directly at the photons and telling the photons what it is that you want them to collapse, to come together, concentrate themselves, and collapse in your reality every day makes that your reality. And the clearer you're able to see what it is you want, play across your brain, just like a movie, to see clearly what you want to happen in the world, the people, the places, times, things, events, and you do this every day, and making sure that your vision in the mind is observed through shape power, geometry, this accelerates the process. And this is what this guild is all about. We are dedicated to making sure that we as humans are contributing directly to what we want to experience for ourselves and for the rest of the world. A lot of people walk around And they're constantly talking about, well, if that's really true that, you know, what you think about, you experience, well, I'm experiencing all these different things in my life and I didn't really think about it. And that's true. But you did not not think about something specifically for yourself. And so if you didn't think what you wanted to have happen for you or what you specifically wanted to have happen for other people, well, what about all the rest of the people in the world who were thinking about this? So that you didn't contribute, then because you didn't think about it for you and the other people, then you get what everybody else thought. And most people didn't realize that. That if I don't think for myself, then I have to live out what everybody else is thinking for me. Yes, 
that's correct because nature abhors a void. So if you're not thinking in your own behalf what you want, if you're not thinking in your own behalf what you want for the rest of the world, you're letting somebody else do the work or let them do it or whatever else. Well, guess what? You don't know if they're really thinking, but you're going to have to experience it because you didn't create your own thoughts for you and for the other people. So these are the teachings here in the skill. It's very simple to join. You can go to the Jewel Network. Uh, no, is this Jewel Network? What's our address for that? It is juis.education forward slash shop. Oh, okay. And you can join. It's pennies for you to be involved in it, but it allows you to experience your own reality that you thought into uh, your life consciously. You know you thought these thoughts, and this is what you're bringing. Most people don't know how to create reality. They are what we call unconsciously competent. So it looks like our time is up. Join us at djbp.life. Visit our website. That's very important. And uh, it's J-U-I-S. <laughs> I'm looking at myself. I'm on Zoom. Uh, Education. Yes, you can visit our website there. We're excited to have you. And come and join us. We have quite a few programs that you want to be involved in for the development of your brain, which then is going to create your reality. So, again, I'm just glad to be here and to share with you what we're doing at the Institute. We have been working for about 35 years to be able to offer all this information to you at this time, the Global Reset. The old original name for the Global Reset was known as the Apocalypse. We are definitely in the Apocalypse. And for those of us who understand that it's all about change, now all you have to do is change. You do it anyway, so make the change one that you want all of the time. Learn how to use that brain. I love you very much. And again, join us throughout the week. We look forward to seeing you in our program. And I love you very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Jewel Network Science Broadcasting Frequency. Join Dr. Jewel here each Monday at 5 p.m. on the Jewel Network, hosted by the JewelNetwork.com and Jewel University of Immortal Sciences for Immortal Living, Jewish. For our complete broadcast schedule, additional information, and to purchase products, please visit our website, www.thejewelnetwork.com. If you'd like to contact us, please send your email to info at thejewelnetwork.net. Thank you. This broadcast is under full copyright and trademark protection owned by the House of Jewels. This broadcast and its entirety, nor any part of this broadcast, can be reproduced, copied, transcribed, placed in podcast format, placed into MP3 format, or suspended on any internet digital location without express permission from the House of Jewels, Washington State, USA. To reproduce or suspend this broadcast in any digital location other than the Jewel Network is prohibited and legal proceedings will follow accordingly. Thank you for listening.